so um, we're in the middle of the sugya of MS Vesheke. Right, that's what we are discussing. That's the sugya that we're in. And you know what's very interesting? I want to point this out. The way the Torah describes to us the Issa of MS Vesheke. It's very, very interesting. What does the Torah use to describe the Issa, the transgression of speaking Sheka, of speaking falsehoods? What does the Pasuk say? Oh, what does that mean? Midbar Sheket Tircha. Please translate somebody. No, that's not the translation. Please tell me to translate. Not the song. No. No. Midbar Sheket Tircha. Oh, now we're getting somewhere. Stay far away from falsehood. That's the way the Torah says. The Torah doesn't say don't lie. So it could have easily said, don't lie. The same way the Torah said, don't kill, don't steal, don't, you know, all the things that it says in the Sosa Dibras and others, it could have said, don't lie. But it didn't. Why did the Torah not say that? Rather, the Torah chose to use the words, mitvah sheker tirchok. Tirchok means to distance yourself, move far away. That means, it could be, could be, that the Torah is telling us that this is such a bad issa, it's not enough to tell you, don't do it. Like the other Yisurim. Rather, go far away, stay way back, don't even get involved. Or it could mean, I have another chat that just came to my head right now, and then I'm going to ask you what you meant. That, that maybe, <coughs> excuse me, that with the other Yisurim, they're very clear cut. Don't steal, don't kill. It's clear cut. Don't do it, yes, do it. You know, it's very easy. When it comes to lying, it's mutter, it could be it's okay, he doesn't mind, everyone does it. You know how these are go, yeah? So therefore the Torah is telling us, stay far away, don't even get involved in something that you think maybe it's okay. More to you with me. What did you want to say? I'm saying that the fact that it didn't say this now, right, history means that this is just all right, stay away from lying. But let's say you have to lie for Shalom Bias, which is the case that we Ah, very nice. I don't have to, I don't have to, okay, she has, she has Very to, nice. I don't have to call for Rabbi, ask for a head there to lie. Right. Usher is saying very good. He's saying, Usher is saying, I have a horror on what you're saying. I have a horror. Beautiful. I have a horror on what you're saying. You're saying, someone you hear what he said? He said the Torah gave us, in other words, the Torah put into the mechanism of the Issa, right? Don't, don't go near it. Not making an outright Issa. Why? Specifically that, Menachem. B.A. Yeah? David. Yeah? Yeah? With me? Is the Torah put specifically in the mechanism of the Issa to show us that certain times there's a heta. Right? But that's not really true. I'll tell you why. The Torah says keep Shabbos. You have to keep Shabbos. Very clear. Keep Shabbos. Shomas, you have a Shabbos in country. Zohar, you have a Shabbos. Shomas, whatever. It says keep Shabbos. We know there are many heterim. Pekuach Nefesh, for example, is Doich Shabbos. It didn't, so it could have said stay away from Shabbos and therefore they're a team. So not always are there situations where because there's a head to the Torah says don't, it's not Asa. Here it could have said don't lie, but it didn't. It says stay far away. Either it's very dangerous it's not, it's not giving you a head to or lie. it's saying that this is self from lying, but sometimes lying is the right thing to do. I hear. I hear. They're, they're, you're right what you're saying. There are heterim, but we'll have to talk, I want to talk about those today, Beis Hashem. But that's a very important thing. Okay, the way that the Chinuch brings it, okay, the Chinuch, a mitzvah, ayin kuf, he brings it as even something that's a sophic lying, a person should stay away from. Even something that, I don't know if it's, is that really a lie? I don't know if it's really considered to be a lie. Stay away from it. 
In other words, the Torah is warning you, stay away from this. Don't get Ellie. Don't get involved. Yeah? That's important. However, I do want to discuss some of the actual heterim that could be Nagaya to um, lying, and when is it sometimes mutter to lie? Because it is important in that case. Now, first of all, let me give you a few examples, okay? I'm going to give you a few examples. What happens if somebody knocks on your door in your house, or, for example, in your office, and says, I'd like to see you, right? I'd like to see you. Now, you're busy. You're busy, you've got meetings, you're running around, whatever it is. You don't have time to deal with it. Are you allowed to say, I don't have time right now. I cannot see you. Is that considered to be a lie? I mean, theoretically, you can make time for him. No, you don't have to do that. You could say, I'm not available. That's fine. That's not a problem. In fact, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman once wrote that you're not mochoy, you're not obligated to see everyone that comes to your door. Right? And you don't have to tell him I'm doing something, right? If, you don't have to tell him I'm doing something right now. You can just say, that's fine. Uh, you know, I, we can't answer right now. What do you mean you can't answer right now? Of course you can. Right? Well, but you... Right, this is, I'm talking about that. A guy knocks on your door for stalker, right? I'll give you an example. Unless he's the only guy in the town. Though. Even if he is. Let's say you're home for a few minutes. You're running out. You want to be spending a couple of minutes with your wife and kids at the, sh- at the table. That's, that's the time that you have. So if you're going to answer the door, he's going to sit down with you. Spend five, ten minutes explaining the organization. You write him a check. By the time he finishes, you have to run out to go to Duffy and Michelle, whatever it may be. So are you allowed to say, is that called lying by saying, I'm not available? Or your daughter asks and says, my father's not available. It's not really true. You're sitting eating supper. You are kind of available. So the answer is, I'm not available for this. That's okay. That's not called lying. That's okay. Okay? Yeah. Well? Right. So I'm not available right now. But... I'm not available generally means that you're, you know, I'm in the bathroom or when I'm in another meeting, but I'm not. But it's not the point. For that, something like that, you're allowed to do that, okay? The bells are dying of Shammai Gross actually wrote, what happens if a person is sleeping and um, somebody knocks on the door to see him? Are you allowed to say he's not in right now? It's not even much easier to say, oh, he's sleeping or no. I don't know what the difference is really. But are you allowed to say that? There's a famous Meister, by the way, with that. I think it was the Debit Sinarov, right? That's what probably we're referring yeah, to, right? The Debit Sinarov, a young boy knocked on the Debit Sinarov's door on Shabbos afternoon to ask a shayla. The Debit Sinarov was taking a rest. Now, let's just explain for a moment. He was taking a rest probably because he was up all Friday night learning or because he woke up at 4.30 in the morning to learn before davening, so he needed a rest, you know what I mean? He was okay. He wasn't taking another few more hours after having a 12-hour shloff Friday night, you know what I mean? So Debit Sinarov answered the door I'm sorry he was sleeping for his rest somebody answered the door and he said I would like to ask the Rav of Shaila he said the Rav is resting he said wow the Rav rests on a Shabbos afternoon and whoever answered the door told the Rav that's what the person boy said he said he's absolutely right and from then onwards he said that's it I'm not resting on Shabbos afternoon anymore how can you use Shabbos as a time of sleeping Shabbos is a time of opportunity it's a time of living Torah becoming close to Rabbi Develop developing relationship with Hashem. It's not time for sleeping. Sleeping is so you, you do that after 120 years. You've got a very comfortable pillow down there. Very comfortable pillow after 120 years. You don't need to sleep in this world, right, Zevi? You must skim. Yeah. There was a woman in LA that got buried in her pink Rolls Royce. She wanted to be buried. Famous story. She wanted to be buried. I think it was a, whatever. It, it's an amazing thing, right? Because they think that, you know, you could take it with you. But unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Sleeping is for after 120. You need to sleep. I am tired today. I am tired today. I am tired today. You sleep after 120. You don't sleep today. Today is not a day. Today is a day of doing. What you're going to have today, you'll never get back tomorrow. 
I guarantee you. The opportunity of today will never come back tomorrow. Let me continue, I say. I want to continue. I want to continue, I say. Um, uh, here's an interesting shot. It's like to you guys. Okay? What happens if your fellow student in Yeshiva says, Yankala, my dear friend Yankala, you're a good friend of mine. Can I please borrow 100 shekel? Now, you, you don't want to lend him the money. Not because you don't have the money, you have the money. Now, you know that there's a mitzvah to lend somebody money. It's an absolute mitzvah to lend somebody money. It's a beautiful mitzvah to lend somebody money. Now, you don't want to, not because you need the money, not because you don't have the money. I don't want to lend it to him. Maybe he doesn't have a good track record of paying back. Maybe he pays back, but only money weeks after saying he's going to pay it back. So, I have a reason. I'm not doing it because I'm mean. I'm not doing it out of revenge. I'm doing it because I don't want to lend the money. Am I allowed to say to him, I don't have the money? I just don't have it. Which is obviously a much easier way of getting out of it than saying, I don't want to lend it to you. I don't have it. Okay, fine. I don't have it. Move on to the next guy. So, halacha is that you are allowed to tell him, Obviously, providing you have some kind of good reason, not starting out of revenge or whatever, because it's a mitzvah to lend somebody money, you are allowed to do that in that case. Now, um, now, interesting thing. Listen to this. Kitsu Shokhanot discusses this case. What happens if a mother told the kids to do something, and the, mo- and the kids do it? They listen to their mother, right? Obviously. The father comes home, he gets very upset. Who did this? Who did this? Uh-oh. What are you going to do now? Who did this? Right? So, uh, in other words, who told you to do this? Are they allowed to say, we did it? Without saying, our mother told us to do this. Because I don't want to get her in trouble. I don't want to get her upset. But obviously, he was upset. Obviously, he didn't want it to happen for whatever reason. says you're allowed to do that without any problem whatsoever. By the way, this is a very embarrassing one. And I'm telling you this only because you guys in Mitzvah Shem, but Ezra Hashem is born, but it was money at the right time, are going to get married. And Be'ezus Hashem, Be'itub is money at the right time, your wife will become pregnant. Be'ezus Hashem. It's a big bracha nowadays. Now, people have this very, very embarrassing question that they ask women on the street. And they're like, oh wow, that's so nice. I I know the good news that's coming up. Right? And it's very embarrassing. In fact, I know a woman who... who, uh, This happened actually last week, this story. This woman is... is, uh, a bit, a bit bigger of a build, and, and a woman, and she's actually not able to have kids, she kids right now. Also, it's a little bit, you know, sensitive, and um, she's got a small family. So somebody came over there, said, "Oh, so nice, you know, the news, or whatever." And she was, she was humiliated, like really, really embarrassed, really, really embarrassed. So first of all, it's a horrible thing to do to someone. Why would you ever do that? But unfortunately, there are people out there that like to. See, in the, they're in the know. They need to do that. Are you allowed to say, "I'm not," if you are? Uh, sometimes people don't. There's an no. Indian. Of not telling people until a certain time. So, are you allowed to say someone? Like, like, like no, that's an Indian scholar, pikabola, whatever. Not to tell people to a certain time. It's not discussion for right now, but there is such a thing. So, your sister-in-law says, "Oh, that's so nice. I didn't know the good news." And you're like, "What? We're too much. It's not true." Are you allowed to do that if you are pregnant? Right? That's the Shiloh. So, so. So you could do it. You could do it. You could say no, but obviously it's better to get out of the question in a better way. No, no. So they shouldn't be asking. Sorry to tell you, they shouldn't be asking. They shouldn't be asking. Okay, next. Let's go, Rabbi side. Let's go. Asks the kids to Shulchan Aruch. A guy's not well. Ellie, you with me? A guy's not well. 
And are you allowed to go over to him? You want to give him chizuk. You want to make him feel good. Ah, oh, you look so good today. Doesn't look that good. A little bit green. He's not looking so good. You know what I mean? But you want to, you want to, you don't want to just tell him. You know, whatever to you. You know, imagine he's not going to feel good after that one. Are you allowed to say to him, "You look great today"? No. You are. If somebody asks you to see the photograph, you're beautiful. Just say yes. My voice? Yeah, you want to say yes to somebody? That's because of the campaign. No, that's just a If somebody asks you, does this look good on me, right? I'm trying on some clothing like that. Oh, that's a good question. That's where the Lashon Horach, I'll discuss that. If someone, you go with your friend to try on a suit, and he says to you, David, is this a good suit on me? Does it fit me? Does it look good on me? So if you. So if. One second, one second. That's something I was going to give you stars. One second, let's get to the first question first. First question first, right? I might say, I might say, I just, I just, uh. Wow, 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 I don't want to get names involved over here, yeah? One second. Right, your wife tries something on. Right, your wife tries something on. So it really depends. If it really looks bad on the person, and the person will take from you what you say like you say by the way this suit just really doesn't suit you it doesn't fit well on you I think you find another one he'll be like thank you so much I want another opinion I got it so I'm going to find another one but if he's going to be upset with you or if you already bought the suit and you're telling him you bought that suit <laughs> like what why would you do that that's really bad by the way that's, that's really not right that's not right you shouldn't do that and of course if you're selling a suit you've got to be very careful if you're working in a suit shop to say oh this is a Gavaldica suit in Mama Fitzgerald it's like three sizes too big and then right he's going to come and his wife's going to shecht him when he comes home you know who sold you that suit no exactly you know? that's the people that like work in like so like, oh, they put on these like size 56 suits and they're like, oh yeah, you can it's good. Beautiful. That's seasonal. They know how to do it, you know. Yeah. They know how to see. Of course. So are you allowed to do that? Let's say you're one of like 10 people that he asks. What if the guys are shlumas? Give him permission over there. Okay, what am I saying? Another few more things and tomorrow we'll continue. Okay. Hey, what am I saying? Listen to this. Listen to this. What happens if your uncle wants to take you to a restaurant, yeah? Or let's say, for example, you go somewhere to eat and you're not sure about the hersha, right? Now, you don't want to embarrass them. You don't want to embarrass them because that's not nice because Benad al-Khaber is very, very important, right? So what you can, could you come along and say, I'm allergic or I'm gluten-free or I can't eat that right now because my stomach's whatever it is. Basically, I'm lying, right? Now, you remember the story we said of Gubox by Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. Okay, that was a high level. But could you do that? So the Kavachayim discussed this in Simon Tovko Samachay and the Kavachayim says you're allowed to do that. If you don't want to embarrass somebody else and you're doing it because you want to tell them I, I can't do that, for example... Let's say your uncle wants to take you to a restaurant that's not got a good haksha. This you could do, by the way, by MS. You could say, my Rashiva doesn't allow me to eat there. It doesn't allow our school to eat there. I've done that with many boys, by the way. No, our Rashiva, we we're not allowed in our yeshiva to eat in such a place. Then, then he's like, okay, fine, it's the yeshiva that's rules, so it's okay. It's just like you can blame it on yeshiva, that's fine. It's true as well. Wherever it is, it's true. Wherever it is, it's true. Why is someone embarrassing for me? Because I'm actually going to go there. You're better than everybody else. I eat there. You're not going to eat there. Yeah, you confirm. I'm going to eat there. I'm going to eat there. I don't get it. Something. Yeah. Oh, no, you know that's him. I'm talking about someone that wants to take you. 
right? And it's a cousin, or uncle, whatever. And you know, all your life you've been eating there. And all of a sudden now, you went to yeshiva and you stocked out. You don't eat there. Look what happened to you? Okay, boys. I um, I think we'll continue tomorrow because my voice is not great today. So I think we'll go. I've got many, many more examples. By the way, I want to discuss shidduchim. I'd like to discuss shidduchim and achim as well because shidduchim are also very, very important. I got a phone call. Um, not yesterday, because yesterday we had but the day before, I have not to Shabbos. I got a phone call from a potential um, a father of a girl asking about a boy that I taught. And I said to him, I want to tell you something very clearly, and this is a warning for all of you, by the way. A warning for all of you. I just told this, I told this father of the girl, I said, when it comes to Jokham, I'm very clear cut, I'm very honest, I'm very open. I'm going to tell you the way it is. I'm not going to tell you, yeah, he's a great guy. I'm going to tell you the way it is. Take it or leave it. Can we okay? know what you're going to say before you say to the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If we you want to know what I'm going to say about you, that's a problem. act the way you want me to say it, I'll say it. Okay? If you, wanted to write, if you want them to say a beautiful hesper about you after 120 years in this world, act the way you want them to speak about you. Because whatever you do now is what they're going to do. Whatever you act is what I'm going to say about you. Can I say tomorrow we'll continue?